This is the Puppy Training Podcast, episode number five, Puppy Biting. This podcast is for people looking to train their own dog, either as a companion, therapy, or service dog. This is the Puppy Training Podcast, and I'm your host, Amy Jensen. Hey everyone, welcome to episode number five. Today's topic is one I get asked about a lot, so I thought it would make a fantastic podcast topic. So one of the first issues that new puppy owners experience is dealing with those razor-sharp puppy teeth that too often find their way to your skin. Am I right? I get so many questions about, my puppy is biting, he just keeps biting, I try to redirect, he just keeps biting, he's biting me, he's biting my kids, he's biting my pant legs. I get this very, very often from new puppy owners. So today let's talk about, number one, why do puppies bite? And number two, what can we do about it? So first of all, I want you to realize that puppy biting is a very normal dog behavior. So it's not that your puppy is naughty or that he's, you know, has some behavior problems that we need to work out. It's literally that it's just a normal puppy behavior. In fact, have you ever watched two puppies play? It's pretty rough. They, they tackle each other, they mouth each other, they're biting ankles, they're biting ears, they're biting tails, and they flip-flop back and forth, they kind of growl as they play. So if you watch puppies play, you realize, oh, this is just what they do, and they think they're playing nicely. So when you bring a new puppy home, especially if you have kids in your house, let's say that you have you know, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old and they're running around your backyard and their voices are high-pitched and they're quick movements. And so you know, puppies find kids really, really exciting because of their high-pitched voices and their arms are moving and they're, they make these really quick, fun movements that are fun to follow for puppies. And so your puppy's like, yes, let's play. And so the puppy runs to the kids and he's biting their feet or their ankles and he's trying to play like a puppy would play. And then we're panicking because our puppy is is biting our children. And we're like, oh, I need to stop this. I need to fix this problem. So I think the first thing we need to recognize is that biting is normal puppy behavior. And our puppy doesn't know how to play any differently. He thinks he's playing nicely. So it's our job to teach the puppy how to more appropriately play with humans. We don't necessarily like their teeth on us. And so we need to teach them how to play more appropriately. The next thing is that they are constantly chewing and biting because they need to strengthen their jaws. So from thousands of years ago, dogs have always just done this. That's a way of strengthening their jaws, which are very important to them. They also do it to sharpen their teeth. And then they do it because puppies are teething. They're growing a new set of teeth. And then around four or five months, they're losing those teeth and they're getting their adult teeth in. And so just that need to gnaw on something is there. Um, occasionally, you know, their gums are hurting and that chewing and that biting helps, helps alleviate some of that. So for all of those reasons, that's why they do it. Now, what can we do about it? You know, the first thing I teach my clients is to teach your puppy a common language. And I start with marker training. Your puppy needs to know when he does something you like. And so I use the marker word, yes. And then your puppy needs to know when you're, he's doing something that you don't like. And I use the word no or uh-uh for that. So uh-uh I use more as uh, like a misdemeanor and no is more of like a felony. Like no, we don't ever do that. 
But again, your puppy needs to know the meanings of those words. And if you're a member of my program, this is covered in the first unit. So lesson 1.3, lesson 1.4, I teach you exactly how to do the marker training with both yes and no. And you'll see the little light bulb click on in your puppy's head as soon as he understands the concept of no. And I teach you exactly how to train that in my program. So if you need to go review that lesson, then check that out. I can put the link to that lesson in my show notes as well if you want to go and refer back to that. So once they know the marker training and they have some common language, then we need to recognize that they're going to have that need to bite and chew. So let's provide them with things that they can bite and they can chew and then redirect them onto those items when they're trying to do things that we don't like, such as biting us or biting our family members or things like that. The next thing we can do is educate our children and the family members in our home how to appropriately interact with the puppy. For example, if your kids are out running around the backyard, dogs have an instinctual chase behavior where they see something that moves quickly and they want to chase it. (laughs) So if your kids take off running through the yard, your dog will want to chase them. That's just who they are. That's part of normal dog behavior. So we need to teach your kids and your puppy how to play appropriate games together. If your kids are down on the ground wrestling, your puppy's going to want to get in the middle of that wrestling match and start wrestling. And unfortunately, when the puppy wrestles, they use their mouth as part of the play. And so the ears are going to get bitten or child's legs or arms or things like that. So let's redirect our children and our puppies to more appropriate things that they can do together. Some of my favorites are hide and go seek. Puppies love to seek and they love to chase. So have your children go hide. Sometimes they, if they take a squeaky toy or a yummy treat, and then you release your puppy and your child can squeak the toy. When the puppy finds the child, the child can give them the treat. And then we play again. So it's very important as your children and puppy are interacting that you provide structured playtime. If you're not able to watch your children and supervise them with the puppy 100%, then you need to separate them. So if your children don't want to be out in the backyard playing and running around and you can't watch them with the puppy, then I would put the puppy away. Either keep the puppy with you inside or put them in their crate for a little bit or put them in you know a fenced off area where the puppy can play and your children can play but not together make sure that all of that time is structured i have six games listed in our pause fit section if you'd like to go check those out those are really good patience impulse type control games to teach your puppy how to wait for things or to be patient and that alleviates a lot of that puppy biting or just behavior where they're trying to get their way through their mouth So those are all great ideas. Find a toy that your puppy loves. Some puppies love to engage in tug. So find a nice long rope toy or a long, you know, plush toy that's long enough that your puppy can bite one end. You can kind of lead him around. I don't ever get aggressive with the game of tug, but it is a good exercise if they can, you know, clamp onto the toy and then you kind of move him around. But I don't shake him side to side. I don't shake him up and down. I'm never aggressive in the play of tug. But a lot of puppies will grab onto something and you can follow that, you know, lead them around and they'll follow you around with that toy. So find a toy that they like. I also encourage families to keep toys available and easily accessible. So if your child and your puppy are going to be playing, I have three to four toys that I could easily just hand to my puppy to redirect him if he were to go and try to mouth my child. I do that for myself as well or for guests when they come over and your puppy just needs to mouth and bite, then I just am always constantly putting something in his mouth that he can bite that's appropriate. 
All right. So some final tips and tricks on the puppy biting. Let's say that you maybe have tried redirecting and you, and it just keeps happening. Your puppy just keeps coming back and keep biting. I'm going to go through a list of about 10 to 11 different ideas that you can maybe use that will give you a little toolkit. So the more tools you have in your bag, I feel like the better equipped you are to teach your puppy more appropriate things. So here's some helpful ideas for puppy biting. Find something your puppy likes to play, such as fetch. You could toss a ball a few feet away. Will she go get it? Engage her in a game and she will focus on that, not the biting. So again, redirecting with a game of play. Do not let her have free time all day. Create some sort of routine. You can play and then settle in a crate, play and then settle in a crate, etc. When she's out running around the yard, you are with her. Then when you go in, she goes in a kennel or crate or supervised play in your home. And then every hour, let her out to play for five to 15 minutes and then back in the crate with a chew toy or a bully stick or a bend a bone, whatever you give your dog. Hold your puppy up in the air facing away from you until she stops trying to bite and then set her back down. So sometimes just simply picking your puppy up Facing her away from you just kind of resets her, lets her settle down for just a second, and then you can place her back on the ground and see if she can, you know, better control herself. Another idea is to teach her to relax by holding her back against your chest. You're going to slowly rub her ears. You're going to rub her belly, talk to her in a slow, calm manner, and then let her go play again and repeat that every two minutes or so. You know, he's playing and having a fun, good time. But as soon as things get too aggressive or too escalated, even before that point, I like to stop the play and practice these subtle exercises. And then I go back and forth. I let the puppy settle and then I let the puppy play. And then I have the puppy settle and then I let the puppy play. All right, so replace your clothes that she's biting with a rope toy and keep toys handy. So we talked about that a minute ago, but just keep things handy that you can constantly just kind of put in her mouth. It's almost like having a brand new baby with a pacifier And every time they just spit it out, you just keep putting it back in their mouth. And eventually they love that pacifier. It's a lot like that with puppy biting. Just keep sticking something in her mouth to redirect her onto something more appropriate. I like to follow the rule of exchanging soft for soft and hard for hard. So if your puppy is biting your clothing, then give them something soft that they can sink their teeth into, like a rope toy or a plush toy. If they are trying to bite something that's more hard, like your um, chairs, your table legs, or your shoes or something, then give them something that would give them something hard to sink their teeth into. All right, pull out treats and redirect the behavior. So think what you you want your puppy to do. A lot of times we just think, I don't want my puppy to bite. Okay, well, that's nice, but what do you want your puppy to do? Like, how do you want your puppy to interact with your children? How do you want them to interact with you? And then do that. So the more cues that your puppy knows or the more commands your puppy knows, you can go through a little training session. You can engage you're in a game of play, but use some high value rewards or treats to redirect that biting behavior onto more appropriate ones so that she learns, oh, this is acceptable. This is not. Don't let kids rough house with your puppy. So again, structured play is the best thing. I get a lot of questions from mostly the puppy biting questions come from people who have children in their home. You know, I'll put a video in my show notes so that you can see how puppies play and what it looks like and what it sounds like just so that you could educate your children on this is how they play and then make sure that they have games that they can play with the the puppy because we want them to interact with the puppy. We just want it to be in a healthy way and an appropriate way. So teach your kids how to give the puppy cues, practice getting the puppy to sit with them, practice getting the puppy to come to them, practice getting the puppy to do fun things like shake or roll over um, things that your kids will find fun, but that it's appropriate for both of them. 
So then also remember that your puppy is most likely teething. Here's an idea for that. If your puppy is just really wanting to gnaw on something, or maybe he's in the stage of where he's losing his teeth, freeze a wet washcloth with bits of hot dog in the middle. So what I do is I get a rag, I get it wet, I put some hot dogs in the middle, I roll it up and tie a knot in it, and then I stick it in my freezer for 20 minutes. Then give that to your puppy and that gives him something really cold but tasty to chew on and sink his teeth into. So if you need some redirection or maybe he's in his crate for a little bit while your kids are out playing, that's a great thing to stick in the crate with him so that he keeps that positive association and he also gets to practice that puppy biting. All right, that's it for today, you guys. Thanks for listening in. If you know someone who could use puppy training help, please share this with them. You can also follow us on social media and you can learn more about our puppy training program by visiting our site, www.baxterandbella.com. We'll put that link in our show notes as well. As always, have a fabulous week and happy training. If you have a question about anything you heard on this podcast or any other puppy training question, visit my site, baxterandbella.com to contact me.